Tiger Bomb Sports Audio Entertainment presents Pit Row with your host Ralph, where we will review the upcoming NASCAR weekend's races and go over the last weekend's races, what happened, what we saw on the tracks, and build towards DFS picks. Let's jump into our latest episode. It's Pit Row. I'm Ralph. Let's get into it, guys. We had an exciting week at Roval. We need to get ourselves ready to go to Vegas, so let's hop into it. Very quickly, you can find this podcast at www.tigerbombsae.com. Pit Row is a Tiger Bomb sports audio entertainment podcast. You can watch this on the Pit Row page on the website or listen to it. You can also catch us on YouTube. And then for that matter, every other way you want to search for us, YouTube, Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, X, Facebook, just search for Tiger Bomb Sports Audio Entertainment, like, subscribe, comment, whatever, but you'll be able to catch every new episode of Pit Row. This is where we talk NASCAR Sprint Cup Series action. We break down all the races. We are barnstorming towards the championship run in Phoenix, and we are almost to the round of four. We are in the round of eight, as it were. We saw some eliminations happen at the Roval, and we're going to talk about that. And then take a look forward at Vegas because the the heat is on, the stakes are high. We know that there's some guys that got to take care of business, but... Before we get uh, a little too uh, ahead of ourselves, getting back to Roval. So we go green, and uh, 25 laps into the stage, Reddick out front early. Then Bell, Wallace, Suarez, Almendinger, Bush, Elliott, Logano, Gibbs, and Chastain. Larson racing from the back of the pack after failing to qualify. So he's up seven spots early. He starts moving. Very early, very quick, y'all. So, uh, four laps in, basically, he's moving. Eric Jones spins, though, so no caution. He gets turned He gets turned back around. Brad Kay missed the chicane, so he has to do a pass-through. Bad break for him. That'll put him down a lap. And then seven to go at this point. Guys needing a green uh, – oh, I'm sorry. Guys needing a green flag pit. Uh, but we see playoff contenders looking for points, staying out there in the front. So Bell with the last-minute pit decision, uh, opting to abandon nine points, but he actually didn't fall that far back. So what we saw basically was if you are trying to win the race, a.k.a. you're not in the playoff picture, right, or you need a win to uh, advance, these guys trying to win the race, you got a green flag pit, right? Um, but guys that's racing for playoff stage points, you know, trying to stack, 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 staying out there in the front, need these 10 points, need these five points. Right. So that's what I'm getting at there. Bell for his point for, for, you know, was trying to decide where am I on this side? And at the last minute, um, he decides I'm not going to stay out there for the stage points. And he actually decides at the last minute to go to pit road. Now, the cool thing about this is he actually did not fall that far back. He only lost three spaces, basically, and so uh, only three points lost. So everyone, so basically, he doesn't surrender nine points. He only surrenders three points. He still gets six points. That's awesome. And everybody in front of him is going to have to pit now at the end of the stage. So looks 
Pretty smart by him. Tyler Reddick takes the stage under these circumstances. Bubba Wallace is second. So as we get ready to start the second stage, drivers are choosing, and we go green again for stage two. Reddick and the rest of that league group at the end of the stage are stuck back in the pack now, just like we talked about. So Bell and Suarez up front for the restart. little contact for Suarez. They were back and forth, and you know there's no love lost between these two. Bell clears them quickly. Elliott challenging Suarez now for third. Suarez getting moved around. Hamlin and Logano racing hard at this point. Order becomes Bell, Elliott, Suarez, Bush, Almendinger, Gibbs, Bush, Hamlin now. Uh, Gibbs and uh, Boucher, Hamlin now. Sorry, not Bush. Bush is ahead of them. Reddick up eight spots since the restarts. Lap nine of 29 in the stage. Now, Elliott will pass Bell from the inside. He just flew right by him, and Bell just lets him go, recognizing he's a lot faster than he is. That's lap 11. Blaney starts the pit cycle with about 10 or 9 left in the stage, it looks like. Six to go. Pit road gets a little bit busier at this point in stage two. Caution for the 78, Balicki. Big caution. So Chase Elliott crossed the start-finish line with two uh, uh, laps left in the stage, so they will close pit row now as Elliott was about to pit. So he just avoids the box and swerves back out. Even if he had made it down pit row, it was too late already. He just had to do a a pass-through. But stage ends under caution with Elliott taking it. It's a tough break for him, really, is, is, is what's going on, because he wanted to do the thing that we saw Bell do, right, where it's like, okay, I go in before the stage ends, I pit, so I'm the first guy out there, right? So tough break. There are guys... Who can stay out, but he ran it up until the end of his capacity. So he'll have to uh, pit and he'll have to cycle through behind all the guys who can stay out, basically. So playoff leaders up front uh, content to stay out for those points. But Elliot thinking about the win wants to short pit and start stage three like eighth or ninth. That was his that was what his thinking was. Worst case scenario for him with the 78 getting spun around and bringing the caution out. So his day is basically dampered by this whole episode right here, which is why I'm going into such elaboration on it. McDowell's team uh, trying to figure out why he doesn't have power steering while all this is going on. Can you imagine trying to drive a NASCAR Sprint Cup Series car at 150 miles an hour without power steering? That is the craziest thing I've ever heard of. Bush up front for the start of stage three now. And we are green. So Gibbs up front uh, with Bush. Bush clears Gibbs. Almendinger also. Uh, Byron challenging Gibbs now also. Byron slid by Logano, who's now got Boucher to worry about. A.J. Almendinger wants to put the pressure on Kyle Bush now. Gibbs let all these guys slid by Gibbs. They battle for a couple laps, and Kyle is going to let them have the spot. He recognized that A.J. is he, he can't hold them, basically. He can't hold them. Falling from the lead takes Bush out of the round of eight. He's literally leading the race. You guys see he's the last person in the round of eight. And then once he falls back to second, you see he is literally out. Like he's not in the round of eight. So this is paramount for him. Dire consequences. So he's got to play this right. He wants to just stay in second and be there at the end and try to make the pass and win the race at the end. That's what Kyle's thinking. William Byron coming for the eighth, though, right about now. Last four in the playoffs at this moment are Brad Kay, Wallace, Chastain, and Bush. Well, at this point, we know Hamlin has advanced along with Blaney and and Byron. So Hamlin has advanced on his points at this point. Just inside of 40 laps to go, it's Almendinger, Bush, Byron, Gibbs, Boucher, Logano, and Suarez. 
and Kyle brings it in for a pit. Now we get the caution. McDowell goes around. He's the guy with no power steering, if you recall. So Hamlin gets caught up and spun around in this. We're still green. Hamlin corrects it. McDowell has a flat. He's trying to bring it around. And we'll see nearly everybody come to pit road before that caution comes out. Everybody's trying to beat the caution out. So literally the track empties. There's a bunch of traffic on pit road. And then we get a, uh, you know, a big wreck, huge wreck. Hamlin was involved. He got major damage. Thankfully for him, the, the, Round of eight spot was already secured, but he got loose and he gets contact that spins him basically. So 33 laps to go at the Roval and a lot of guys staying out blank blanket and Elliot, or excuse me, Blaney and Elliot coming in though. Cendric Truex also among some takers. They're coming in. Now we restart with 31 to go contact through turn one, Almaninger and Gibbs battling Bush flushed back to fourth easily. Big dust up. Cindric Dillon among those involved. Uh, AJ ahead of Ty now. So they're battling back and forth. Um, AJ and Ty Gibbs. AJ's dangerous here. He can go so far inside the turns because he's a road specialist. So he can really eat those turns, get inside there a lot further than uh, some of these other drivers in NASCAR can do. Eric Jones goes around and into the wall. So we get the caution out there. McDowell was involved there in that wreck with Eric Jones. The thing is beat up. McDowell says they can still go. He says there's water pressure, tire pressure. Let's go. Problem was they tried to get three wide. Not That's not supposed to be feasible at this track, basically. So we go green again with 27 to go. And um, Almendinger with a clean restart. He gets So we get three wide again, which is precarious. These guys are pushing it. We're bumping. We're grinding. So it's Bush, Chastain, Brad Kay, and Wallace who will be out still at this point. Chastain and Elliott are battling. The orders AJ, Ty Gibbs, Bush, Byron, Logano, Reddick, Boucher. And the 15 spins around at this point. And Lally trying to get out of the way. Um, he, he's getting behind the wall. He's done. So his car spins. He wrecks his car. He sees it. He tries to just, you know, drive behind the wall, basically. Um, maybe he just lost control of the 15. Either way, he gets himself out of the way quickly. But he only makes it to the reblend, so they have to throw the caution, basically. He does not get out of the way. So we get our restart, and once again, AJ clears Gibbs. Bush and Gibbs with contact, though. AJ's running away from those two. That contact really helped him run away from them. Huge contact. Cindric goes around. Wallace involved. We're still green. Suarez, this is what happened. Suarez was turned into the back of the two, basically causing the dust-up. So it was... Uh, Bell that basically turned them. You know there's bad blood there. Bell's essentially worried at this point that at some point in the playoffs, he's got payoff coming back. Okay, so 20 to go. Suarez goes around, and we get that caution. Chastain had just pit it, and that's going to be a huge help for him. He's several points below the cut line. Guys will come to pit now with 16 to go, so he's hoping to gain spots by staying out. Chastain. Leaders stand out. You got to go back to Harrison Burton at 20 before we get guys coming in, basically. So we go restart with 14 to go. Kyle Busch with contact on the restart, but he claims second. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. has a fire. He's getting out. There's a huge fire in that car. Caution. That's going to make us go caution. Restart again. This restart, not great for Bush. Byron overtakes him. AJ still out front by a bit now. Lots of contact through turn one in the pack again. Nine to go at this point. Chastain up seven spots now. He won't quit. Byron running well now. Going on AJ, gaining on AJ Allmendinger. 
Three to go now. AJ still out front, but Byron isn't far away. Kyle probably can't catch him. Gibbs is holding fourth. Logano, Reddick, Boucher behind him. White flag now. Byron made an attempt, but he's not quick enough. He cannot pass AJ. Can't catch him. AJ Almendinger wins it. Colleague Racing gets the big W. Big emotional scene at uh, Winter Circle. And so happy for those guys. So happy for AJ. Exciting race to watch up until the end. I think for DraftKings purposes, the big thing for me was this is the first time we saw this race not won by somebody in the playoffs still at that point. Um, so I, I feel like my investment on DraftKings was really not in cars, not in the playoffs. And so if you had some of those guys, boom, you you were right there, right? And so that was the difference maker. But certainly happy for colleague. Wonder if that seals the deal for them and, you know, getting AJ come back next year and all that. So, but anyways, we take a look forward now. We got more action coming up. As I said, we have now closed it up. We're a little tighter now. We're in the round of eight, right? We're in the round of eight. So South Point 400 at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. We go into Vegas for the one and a half mile track. Uh, Cup purse is just over 7.7 mil. Race distance is 267 laps, so 400 miles, 400.5 miles to be exact. We'll get the stage breaks at 80, 165, and the race will end at 267. Defending winner, Joey Logano, last fall. But these next two races in the Cup Series, particularly, are going to take place at these one-and-a-half-mile tracks. And so that's the first time all season that the schedule features back-to-back one-and-a-half-milers. And so this is great for some guys. I mean, not very good for some others. The the you know in eleven of the last twelve races here at Vegas, Truex has two victories and just one result outside of the top ten. He's got six consecutive finishes of eighth or better. So this guy, um, you know, is looking pretty good right now. Uh, at Vegas specifically, that's I'm sorry, that's on uh that's on one and a half mile tracks, okay. But on Vegas specifically, Truex has finished inside of the top 10 in the last six races at, at, at Vegas. And um, uh, and he's the only driver to finish the top 10 in all three races there in the next-gen car. So I know I got a little bit of the same information in there. Sorry about that. But in other words, Truex is lurking. I know he's been terrible in the playoffs, but he had such a great – uh, regular season, and he coasted with that championship by so many points that he's been able to weather the storm here. Now he's got to turn it around. William Byron, um, basically in the round of 12, he finished no worse than second place in any of those races and picked up the win at Texas, which is how he got in the round of eight. So he's hot right now. The um, This guy has seven top tens in the last eight races and in the last 23 races. Um, he's got 15 top 10 finishes and four wins during that stretch. So, I mean, hot is hot. This guy's white hot. Um, as far as Vegas goes, um, the, you know, when you think about William Byron, think about this at Vegas, he's led 255 laps in the last seven of nine races there. So he's not unaccustomed to running in the front, basically. In the last five races, he's finished eighth or better three times, and then he won Vegas uh, in the spring earlier this year. So you've got to be heavily invested in William Byron. 
Um, now, as far as Boucher goes, um, when you think of the three ovals that you got in the round of eight, you got Vegas, Homestead, Miami, and um, so Vegas, Homestead, Miami, and then Martinsville. Those are three ovals, right, in the round of eight. Now, Boucher has just two top ten results with his best finish in the next-gen uh, car at 13th at Homestead last year. So this is not a good stretch of the you know, schedule for him. He's going to have to be uncharacteristically good. He's had a great season so far. He's taken a lot of step forward. He's had a lot of first-time things happen for him. This will have to be another one. He'll have to all of a sudden have this track figured out in a way that um, they didn't previously uh, have it. So we only got the four uh, four races left. Reddick has top tens in three of the past four races in Vegas, and he's already in right in the middle of this like solid postseason stretch. So he looks dangerous uh, on Sunday for sure in that Michael Jordan car. The last six races at Las Vegas have won by six different drivers. Uh, the drivers led the most laps, won three of the last five Las Vegas races. So. You know, that winner is probably going to carry your DraftKings lineup, basically. Uh, Larson, we got to mention him. He's finished in the top 10 in nine of the last 11 Vegas starts, and he has five career one-and-a-half-mile wins. So somebody who could catch, catch you know, a spark right now in the playoffs and carry himself to the championship. This could be a great week for Larson. So he's he looks like he's in a really good spot. Goodyear's going to run the same tire setup at, uh, that they did at Las Vegas for last year's playoff race. And so this familiarity for all the teams. And they're going to get one set of tires for practice, one for qualifying, and an additional eight sets for the race. So we'll have to look at qualifying before we're sure. But I, I, but I think the Toyotas are a good investment this week. Um, if you're looking at outside of the Toyota, you got to go Hendricks. And the Fords are probably looking in on the outside, but... I mean, it's anybody's game right now, so I'm not going to shy away from them. I have some interest in Logano. I have some interest in Boucher as well, even though he's not historically done well in this setup. And I think that's just because of low ownership, and he is hot right now. So I want to take advantage of that. But if it's for me, for my money, I'm working in the Toyotas. I'm working in Hendrick. um, But I do focus on... The winners. I want to focus on the playoff guys. I'm not going to worry about a lot of folks not in the playoffs. However, I will pay attention to specifically, in my mind, some guys that can help complete my lineups. McDowell, Eric Jones, and Chase Elliott. Those are three dudes that I think um, I'm okay with. Also, Ross Chastain. I've got no problem using him this week. I think this is a good track for him. But he's out of the playoffs now. I get it. I but so I'm just saying in thinking about last week and failing to identify any guys not in the playoffs in my lineups, and that's probably why I lost. These are some guys you can mix in. But that's what I'm seeing for Vegas on Sunday. Hopefully, you guys get a chance to watch and play some DFS. Good luck if you are. Let's win some cash. You know the deal. We'll come back next week, talk about what we saw. Get ready for the next one. Peace. This has been Pit Row. If you'd enjoyed it, drive back through next week. We'll do it again. Another Tiger Bomb Sports Audio Entertainment production.